What's going on, everybody? This is Jerome Moore, host and creator of Deep Dish Conversations. And firstly, I want to say thank you for all of support and thank you for exploring the perspectives of social change with me on this platform. I want to encourage you all to like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube and on your favorite podcast listening platform. And make sure you give us a five-star rating if you're loving the Deep Dish Conversations. I appreciate all of the support again. I hope you all enjoy this episode. All right, here we go. What's up, man? What's going on? What's Look, going on? What's, what's good, happening? Man? What's cracking, lagging? Man, hey, man, you, hey, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Uh, we got Terrence Adams, aka Tori Leon, my Moorish brother. He got yes, the fizz. He yes, rocking sir. the fizz, yes, man. Sir. I'm, I'm really excited to get into this, um, this interview, man. And me too. Uh, really talk about this blackness, you know, white supremacy. Lots of school, uh, real quick. You know, uh, navigating all that, mm-hmm. and just and just like just in 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 what is being a more, what does that mean, and how does that affect black people, um, and how does that benefit black people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, man, uh, we're gonna start off. You ready? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know absolutely. We're, gonna, we're gonna start off by um, just just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you from, how you grew up. Um, and then we'll dig in deep into all your, you know, we'll get nosy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like you said, I'm Terrence. I'm Terrence Adams. Y'all, everybody call me T, of course. Uh, stage name's Tori Leon, so uh, that's a self-righteous plug real quick. But, of course, I grew up out in Madison. Like, that's where I was born and raised. And, like, uh, when I say, like, from Madison, I mean, like, from, from Madison. Like, born in Memorial Hospital on Due West, lived on Neely's Bend. Moved to the apartments in Duess, and then moved right around the corner right. from them apartments <laughs> in a house like Madison, Madison. You know what I'm saying? Right. But uh, like being from Madison, like I'm from Madison, but I feel like I was raised like all over North, uh, all over Nashville, but more so like kind of in North Nashville. You know what I'm saying? Because every Sunday, like my development really took place, of course, in Madison, because that's where I was from, but also. Uh, every Sunday, I was in church on White Street Pike, you know what I'm saying, Haynes area, right by Haynes Garden, directly across the street. All right. Uh, every Saturday, I was at Hartman Park right. with TAP, you know what I'm saying? So all of my development uh, and, and kind of shaping as a child kind of took place out north, you know what I'm saying, right. as well. Right. So, um, and then how we kind of describe, like, being from Madison, like, uh, it's like, it's interesting to me because it's like, when we was growing up, Madison was that place where it's like unofficial east side, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you don't get the bang east side, you know what I'm saying? And right. like, as you coming up as a young kid, once you're like middle school, that's what we do, you know what I'm saying? We bang, like we, right. we, we bang sides, sides big we bang yeah. sides, you know what I'm saying? We throw up where you from, that's what you do. But you don't bang Madison, like that's an area you can't bang. Throw you know up them saying? M's. Throw up them M's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you can't do it, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it was interesting though, because Madison was that place where First generation, like my daddy from Edge here, right? And uh, from out, he from out south. And uh, he would he would hate to hear me say that. I felt like my development happened out north, by the way. <laughs> he would hate to hear me say that. <laughs> but, uh, and out south too. I mean, I was out south a lot too. But Madison was that place where first generation black people with money, uh, and of course we're going to get into them terms in a minute, but first generation black people with money kind of moved to that area. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like my friends from the projects, will move to Madison. Like, that's where you go when you made it, quote, unquote. You know, it's kind of, right. sort of. It was like a real middle ground. Like, you either 
go to Madison and go back to the hood because you couldn't stay there, or you go to Madison and you elevate to like Hendersonville or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we was the only people I know, literally the only people I know who stayed in Madison my whole life. Everybody else went back to the hood or elevated to a, a suburb right. in a surrounding county. You know what I'm saying? Right. So <laughs> it was an interesting place, man. Like I experienced a lot of racism uh, young. Right. Uh, being from Madison, like uh, I remember my my when I embraced like my white friends, you know what I'm saying? Like my first good little friend, every time my mama went to HG uh, Hills, it was this little girl named April. I go see her every time she went to HG Hills, we went to school together. And uh, just one day randomly, she was like, oh, you black eyed pee? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even know how to feel, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I didn't know how to take it and I knew it was a diss, you know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't know what she meant by it, you know what I'm right. saying? I was like six. So I was like, what do you mean, black eye to pee? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> man. So, you know what I mean? I had that experience. And, like, uh, I remember uh, my boy who lived directly across the street from me. And, like, a lot, of, a lot of the kids in Madison was black. But it was, like, really mixed. It was, like, right. either black, white. The kids was black, white. Right. Um, and a few Hispanic kids. But I used to go jump on his trampoline one day. He just spit in my shoe, like, in my cleat. And you know, I'm, I'm like a last resort fight type person. I'm like, right. if you bat me in the corner, like, right. that's the only way I'm really gonna fight, you know what I'm saying? Right. But so I was just like, that's weird, bro. And I just never went over there again, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. I went to Good Pasture for three years, which is also right there on Duess in Madison. It was a private school. So I went there for three. That's the first time I got called a nigger. And that was actually the, a defining moment in my life because I told my teacher, I was like, yo, he just called me a nigger. And she was like, I still remember her face, but she's like, oh, he did? <laughs> <laughs> that was all the response no, I no, got. I'm lying. I'm, I'm making, I'm, I'm, yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, that was all the response I got. He did. So after that day, I just made it my business. Anytime I had an issue with white folks, we fighting. It was, it was a defining moment in my life. And so <laughs> because of that. I hey, got into a few altercations. Shout out to the yeah. teacher at Good Fashion. <laughs> you made him a beast. <laughs> Thank you. We need we needed we needed <laughs> more warriors. Damn. Definitely, definitely. That yeah, that was a defining moment for sure. Man, and so <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. That was, I, I didn't know that. I, you give me. I'm getting some new information. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so, man, you 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 in here rocking the gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got the feds yeah. on. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> Talk to us. What what is that? What does the feds represent? So the feds it has a couple different meanings, I guess, associations and mm -hmm. different stories that go along with it. Right. And this isn't a traditional feds. Like uh, the traditional feds, people typically call the Shriners hat. Okay. That's what they typically know it is. And I have it on my uh, on my license. Actually, like I took my picture in the uh, original feds. This isn't the original or traditional feds. Mm -hmm. The traditional one is more, more like what they call the Shriners hat. That's what more people are uh, familiar with. And it's like tall with the tassel around it and stuff like that. Right. And uh, so some people are called this a kufi. Some people still okay. call it a feds. Okay. But um, some of the associations I've heard, they're, they're, from, my, uh, from the knowledge I have, there's not one general consensus on the meaning. But there's stories like uh, when we used to be at war with Rome, which Rome, one of the things they said about the Moors was they called us the, the rulers of the uh, lords of the world 
and talked about how we appointed councils and kings in every nation and uh, how once we were subdued, we mm-hmm. was gentle people. Right. That was like one of the quotes they said. Um, right. But when we was at war with them, they talk about how they throw us in the lion's den and they said the feds started off white. Mm-hmm. And because of all the blood, you know what I'm saying, they eventually turned red. So that's oh. one of the kind of allegories okay. that go with the feds, you know. Okay. And people also say it's our, it's our halo. Okay. Like it's people because we gods, you know what I'm saying. We right. recognize each other's gods, right? Right, right. So right. they also identify it as a halo, you know, right. it's your halo as you're moving around on the airplane. Okay. Man, um, speaking of this um, nationality. Mm-hmm. And uh, what it means to to be a Moor as a black person. Mm-hmm. Um, can you take us through that journey for yourself? Um, you know, um, abbreviated. Because you know, <laughs> I know yeah. I know it's about a long journey, <laughs> but yeah. an abbreviated yeah. uh, kind of journey. Give us the you know what I'm saying the meat of yeah. you know your journey from you know when the the teacher. <laughs> That a uh, good passion turns you into an animal, and because you know she didn't believe you, you know, into like like who you are today, and that transformation to like this is something that I I I, I believe is me that I identify with, mm-hmm. and and is and is and it's also beneficial to other for other black folks. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll get into that the word black. Yeah. Um, uh, and other black folks, um, in the United States too. To, to 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 be a part of this mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So uh and and before I get deep off in it, I had to say the most the most pertinent change actually happened in Hunters Lane, which was during Genesis Six. Okay. Uh and basically uh Randy, uh my homeboy, my best friend at the time, he went to the bathroom and found on the wall all this writing said, I hate niggas, go back to nigger land, KKK, all this different stuff. And he came back to the room with uh tears in his eyes. Wow. And uh, he wouldn't even tell me what happened. The rest of the class, he didn't say nothing. And uh, he just took me to the bathroom after it was over. And, like, you know, we both got real kind of charged about it. And we was like, damn, like, how can we make a difference, you know? Mm-hmm. And we tried to start a cultural club in Hunters Lane. And we went to the principal, like, several times. And he kind of gave us a bunch of word candy and nothing ever manifested. So from that, that's why when I got to MTSU, I still wanted to start Sankofa. Right. Like Sankofa kind of started in the sum, summertime after that and then mm-hmm. uh, took it to college. And, of course, you know, right. Sankofa developed. And uh, I think Sankofa, that was really. Break down people for people who, who, may, who may not know um, what, what is Sankofa and what, is, what does it stand for? What does it mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it made me smile, of course. And so you're just saying Sankofa and, yeah, yeah, and looking nah. at you, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it for just sure. made, me, made me smile, man. Kofa uh, clan, for sure. Kofa clan, absolutely. Uh, so Sankofa, of course, is a, uh, it's a, it's a, um, a Dinkra symbol, which in the Dinkra uh, symbol uh, comes from the Akon tribe in West Africa, right? And um, the symbol means it's not taboo to go back and fetch what is lost. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, actually it's a, a symbol of a mythological bird flying forward while looking backward with an egg or a gem in its mouth representing the future, right? So it's just saying as you're flying forward, use your past to build a better future. And, um, you know, of course, we started Sankofa at MTSU, and, um, you know, we did a lot of great things for Murfreesboro, I think, you know, and for MTSU. For sure. I think, um, and that was, like, really – our organization at MTSU and just what happened at Hunters Lane 
to learning about the Black Panthers and Cointelpro, like all of that was a real pivotal era for me. And from that moment to starting Sankofa, I just knew that in order to know more about myself, I got to know more about my history. Right. And then I started learning about religion and how, you know, it, it religion wasn't necessarily what I thought it was. So that principle of Sankofa really just stuck with me at that point. So I got to keep going back right. in order to build a better foundation for myself. I got to go back and understand what it was that we lost as a people. Right. So um, that kind of mindset just prepared me to continue to get knowledge, more and more and more knowledge about us as a culture, as a group right. of people. And uh, so... I was introduced to uh, Noble Drew Ali, which was the founder of the Moore Science Temple, um, by uh, Joe. Joe, uh, man, what's Joe's last name? I can't remember Joe's last name, but anyway. Joe Johnson? Joe, Joe, <laughs> Joe Johnson, yeah. Nah, uh, but uh, Joe was in Sankofa uh, after you left. Okay. And anyway, he introduced me to Noble Drew Ali, and he gave me this little paper about him, and he used to try and explain the Moors to me. And he had a Moorish flag in his room and stuff. But I never got it. I was like, I don't get it, bro. Like, it's a religion or what? Right. And it was, like that's what it seemed to me. It just seemed right. like a religion. So right. I was like, okay, it's an interesting little pamphlet. But this is a black dude that I never knew about. And he started a religion. Cool. And then so I didn't really touch the Moors for another three to four years maybe. Right. And my son's uh, granddad on his mama's side, uh, end up bringing it back up to me, and he was explaining it a little better. Or he was like, "Hey, watch this, dude. I got a video," and the guy was breaking it down. Dude's name was Taj Tariq Bay, and it was this video called Keys. I still remember it, and that was really the beginning of like, damn, it might be something to this for real. Like, right? Like I missed it the first time, but right. I'm getting way going with it now. Right. So that was kind of the beginning of understanding that it was deeper than I thought it was, and um. That's why I just went on a real deep dive, man. All I used to do every single day when I came home from work was watch hours and 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 hours of lecture. Right. That's all I used to do. And take notes and look stuff up. and You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm doing. Right. For hours and days. And, you know, it was an up and down journey because it's a lot of Moorish groups out there that are probably agents or either or act agent like right or they just parroting what they heard other people say right um there's people who uh i think as black people we cling to the need for power because we feel powerless you know what i'm saying right and i know that was one of my things so when i started to kind of learn what it was about I wanted to believe everything they were saying. Right. So it kind of, I almost got jammed up in some bad situations. Right. I got took to jail once, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> behind just listening to what people were saying and right. applying it without understanding. Researching the research. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. without my due diligence, for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, I, I almost joined a couple different groups. Right. But I realized that just wasn't for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. that wasn't, you know, it's not about being Morris. It's not a group, you know what right. I'm saying? It's just our DNA. It's just right. who we are as a people. Right. Um, you know, the groups, some of the groups are, are beneficial. And, and not every group is bad. I don't want to make anybody think that, you know what I'm saying? And from the religious aspect, um, it has a lot of good, a lot of value in it, you know what I'm saying? I practice the 
uh, Islamism that Noble Drew Ali taught. And bro, I practiced that for about, I don't know, a year and a half or two, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just just to do it, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and I found meat in that too, but I realized that wasn't, you know what I mean? That wasn't for me either. Like my, right. my spirit is like, it's kind of my own individual right. path and stuff like that, so. Okay, so on that path now, you then went through your journey, mm -hmm. you didn't kind of figured out like your own identity of what it means to be a more mm -hmm. after doing all the research and going through the bumps and hurdles mm -hmm. yeah. and you know like oh yeah. you know going through that i hope i ain't on a bie list somewhere <laughs> right now <laughs> what um with that journey how impactful has being a more and, and identifying with what a more is in the, in your dna mm -hmm. has helped you navigate this reality that we have as black people and as black men in the United States? Honestly, I wouldn't say it's helped me. Mm. I wouldn't say it's helped me. Uh, I would say I'm at a point where I'm still trying to figure out how to make it beneficial. From my standpoint, it's only beneficial when the collective of us understand the information. Right. Like there's things you can do um, in groups and you have to go through uh, like, there's certain religious freedom, like Muhammad Ali not going to fight in the war. Right. Like that was a religious thing. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that as a black person. Black person. You did right. what I'm saying? Right. And he didn't go because he was under the flag of Islam. Right. Right. So it's certain religious protections and Islam itself is recognized as a form of government. Mm, okay. So uh when you talk about they call it Muslim law. So Muslim law is an autonomous form of government distinct from the religion. Okay. So it's two totally different things. It's influenced by the religion, but it's distinct from the religion. Okay. So so you have certain rights and protections under uh, Muslim law. Okay. You have certain rights and protections that come under uh, nationality, mainly uh, Article 6, the Supremacy Clause. But all of this stuff is stuff that you have to go through particular venues and lanes and do paperwork, and right. you have to do everything in a, a sequential manner, in a proper order, and it might be beneficial for an individual and his group, his or her group, right? right. You know what I'm saying? You you can do that. But that's not my goal, personally. My goal is to help the whole, right. you know what I'm saying? The whole thing, the whole shebang. Right. And so to me, it's more about exposing what has been hidden or forgot right. or lost because when you bring it to light, you can't hide from it no more. You right. know what I'm saying? When right. you got... How many so-called black people is it? 40 million or something like something, that? Something like that. When you got 20 million black people saying we ain't black, we more than we know that, and right. we know what's old to us, you can't hide it no more. Right. So for people who may not understand the understand the benefit or the if the collective, right, if we stop mm -hmm. calling each other black, mm -hmm. right, we just stop that today and say, okay, I'm not identifying as a is the word a color, mm -hmm. right? A black and said, okay, I'm a more. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? What does that do for us? All right. So first you gotta understand what a more is, right? We gotta right. talk about what a more is. So when you talk about definitively what a more is, I think people forget black people have a tendency to be like, just like with nigga. No, we changed the the definition. No, you didn't. Because right. in the dictionary, still say what it say. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe still define how it's defined. It's still define how it's defined. So we had this tendency to go off of emotions and be like, I feel like I feel that don't matter. Right. In the court of law, your feelings don't matter. Right. Right. 
So legally and historically, what the term more means is one, a person who's under the law or government of Islam. So it don't matter what your particular religion is, could right. care less. I'm not a Muslim in a religious term. Like when people right. think about what a Muslim is, I'm not a Muslim. Right. So it's about uh, being under the protection of Muslim law, okay. regardless of your religion. That's one. Second definition is a Moroccan, okay. right? So when you talk about the Moroccan Empire, people got to understand about the uh, Songhai Empire, which was the largest empire in Africa. Stretched from Cameroon in the south to Senegambia in the west, all the way to basically Morocco in the north. So Morocco invaded that area and took over all of uh, Songhai. So when Morocco took over Songhai, that whole area became part of the Moorish Empire, the Moro specifically the Moroccan Empire. Okay. Now, when you talk about specifically United States history, dealing with black people, right? They say uh, Jamestown was founded in 1607 or whatever, right? So when America was founded, the place that they were picking these slaves up from was the Moroccan Empire. Okay. All of West Africa, where they was going, West Central Africa, majority of it, like the vast majority, you know what I'm saying? It's right. only a teach that wasn't under the, the Moorish flag at that right. time. And if they wasn't under the Moorish flag, they probably was under the uh, Islam flag. Mm -hmm. But it was some that wasn't. It was some that wasn't under neither, you know what I'm saying? Right. But from a dominant standpoint, we was all under the, the uh, Moroccan flag. Okay. Um, so, saying that to say, the reason this would be beneficial is, and uh, and and there were like, and I wanna I wanna point that out too because I think black people get so caught up in the detail. Like you had so many black people was like, well, we was fighting against Islam or we wasn't really with Morocco and shit like that. And it's true, right? But we're not talking about that. Right. We talking about what's gonna benefit us as a people. Right. So, fuck all that. You know what right. I'm saying? We talking about. Uh, what empire did you come from? Because they try and marginalize them. Like, what tribe did you come from? Right. Yeah, especially white people. Well, my ancestors was from the Spanish Empire. Right. But what tribe did you come from? Like, right. Yeah, Africa had empires too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the reason, though, that it's important to us is because the Moroccan uh, uh, Empire was, for one, the first nation to recognize the United States. Okay. We, we are the descendants of the first people who recognized the U.S., Okay. So it changed the trajectory of how you recognize, how you looked at right. as a group of people, how your historical continuity is viewed. Mm -hmm. You're being viewed as a people who was stripped from a land, being taken down. They did whatever the fuck they wanted to to you. Right. And you still, and they still doing it. Right. Versus the descendants of people who actually they wouldn't even be a nation if it wasn't for us. Right. 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 So not only that, but people who are trying to fight this system. With their own law, if you look at the Constitution, there's what's called the Supremacy Clause. Supremacy Clause of Article 6. And what Article 6 says is that uh, treaties are the supreme law of the land, and every judge shall know them and be bound to them, and anything to, uh, anything, uh, to the contrary is notwithstanding. Okay. Don't matter. Anything made to the contrary of any treaty, don't matter. Now, here's the tricky part. The only way you can have a treaty is if you belong to a nation. Right. Right? So this is why in the beginning they had to they had to remove us from associating with a nation. Because if you don't have a nation, you ain't got no treaty. Right. So the supreme law in the United States is actually treaties. 
So the treaty, the longest standing treaty with the United States is called the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, which is between Morocco and the United States. Mm. The longest standing treaty in United States history, which is our treaty. Right. <laughs> wow. So with that treaty, mm-hmm. it's still, still valid today. Mm-hmm. If we're recognized, if black people are recognized as Moors, which is under the Moroccan Empire, mm-hmm. right? That means we have rights. Mm-hmm. Um, contrary to if we're not identified as exactly. Moors and we just black exactly. or African American, exactly, we're not. We don't have a nation. We 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 we're property. We're property. We're property. And even to speak to that, like if you look at the uh, the census, the definition of the census, right? Right. So black is the only term that doesn't have every other t- every other racial term has this phrase a person having origins in original people. Right. Black is the only one that doesn't have the phrase original people. Black says a person having origins in any black racial group of Africa. And some people be like, ah, that's just a like it don't that don't really make no difference. Right. But why would they take your race and they don't attach you to people? Right. Every other race literally had this same quote. A person having origins and original people of whatever landmass. Right. Black is the only one. And then it tells you in the definition of race that race is not, uh, it has nothing to do with your your, your background, your identity. Right. It's just made up. Like it, right. it tells you what race is. So it right. says in these five races that you can select, black has its origins uh. in black racial groups. So it's mm. calling you a race twice. Right. You don't have a nation. You don't have a, a, a ancestry. Right. You just you just you just exist. You just exist. You know what I'm saying? You know, with, with, with nothing attached to you. Nothing attached. You don't have no history. Like beyond, because black people as a culture, as, as a historical group of people, did not exist until chattel slavery. Right. There was no such thing as black people as right. a group of people right. until chattel slavery. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Do you think? Or do you think we will ever, is it, will we ever as a, as a majority of people in this country be able to get on board with identifying, understanding our identity outside of a color? Uh, or is it to the, or is it just like, Damn. it's too late? Like we, that, we indoctrinated with this blackness and. I don't know. I struggle with that every day. Like. I'd be like, damn, do I even want to continue this fight? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, it's so much. And, like, that's why these conversations are necessary because you can't really have this kind of dialogue right. one-on-one. You like, or, or not that you can't have it one-on-one, but it's hard to delve this deep, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, in a casual setting. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? you just seen as the guy who's trying to do too much. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got to try and throw little nuggets here right, and there and, right. you know, See who's biting, and if they right. biting, you continue to drop. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it's a long, drawn out process. Unless you have stuff like this from genuine people who not just trying to get people's money, get them to join a group. You know what I'm saying? Because it's power in numbers, true enough. But this ain't a group thing. This ain't about uh, joining my group and giving me some money. This ain't about that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Um, with your journey. And identifying as a, a more, and you know, probably having to tell people, "Hey, don't call me black," and mm, yeah. you know, all that type of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> All that type of stuff. I'm not black. I'm a Moor, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, have you faced any challenges, or what have been the challenges you faced, like personally, yeah. and like maybe just within the system that we live in? Uh, so I recently, kind of recently, stopped doing that because I feel like. For the same reason, I started using nigga again. You know, I didn't use nigga for a long time. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's just hard, man. Like, I'm just trying to personally figure out how to navigate this thing, man. Like, right. like through my daily life. Because uh, you get alienated. You get seen in a certain way. You get boxed. You get, we really don't want him. Like, he cool as a person, but, like, he kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you go through all that. And then you have some people who... Who 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 do flock to you? You know what I'm saying because they're yearning for that knowledge and that information. Um, and then you have some people kind of put almost like a god complex on you. You know what I'm saying we are all God, but we right. all God. You know what I'm saying right. not me, right. we. You know what I'm right. saying like right. Right. so. Don't look at me like <laughs> right. I'm something that you not. You know what I'm saying. Right. right. So some people give you that kind of complex, and then some people just genuinely looking for the knowledge. And then the majority of people are kind of like he weird or like oh that's interesting that you know that. You know what I'm saying like right. but. Anyway, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, back to getting this money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it just kind of puts you in a... All right. It's just an awkward uh, kind of boxing situation. Um, and I just kind of now, like, I... Because I, I was real loud with it. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, don't call me black. Right. And I think, too, I think that's a I think that's a bad way to explain it. Like, I think I was doing that thing where you repeat what people say. And I think a better way to say it is, like, what is black? Right. Like, what does that mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, to get a person thinking in that way. Right. Because, I mean, what would you what would you say black means? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, well. In a, in a definitive term. Not, yeah, I don't, because yeah. I, what I would, I would, I would go back to, like, trying to break down, like, what, what our culture is, right? Black, yeah. black means being this way or being that way. Got you. Like, associating, like, maybe action. Almost like a verb. Verb, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah verb. Yeah, like, like a verb. Yeah, yeah, putting, like, it's a verb, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, because outside of like it being a color, right? Right. Like it's a it's a uh, it's a verb. It's a verb. You know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's what right. we do, right? Right. It's nothing. Like yeah, like if, especially if you're talking about historically, like and like legally, it's nothing that a it's nothing like tangible. It's nothing tangible, tangible right? That attaches. That we know of, of, though, right? right? You know what I'm saying? With the word black. With the word black. But definitively, right? So black, you say, like, what is black? That's why I would ask, like, what is black? Black is a nigga. Everybody know that. You know what I'm saying? Black is a nigga. But what is a nigga? You know what I'm saying? You talking about a Negro or a nigger? Right. Because that's what it come from. One of them two words. You talking about black come from Negro, right? So when you talk about what Negro is, then you get into the etymology of a Negro. Negro literally means more. Mm. Literally, not figuratively, not you know what I'm saying. Right. Like it literally means more, nigger with an e or without the e, negro. Okay, negro. I'm talking about but more. Oh, so that was just like they have a uh, they had two different ways to spell it. Like okay, uh, the old English word was like uh in the older English literature I found of colonial documents they would use m o r e. Mm-hmm. To distinguish Morocco specifically, right? Then they would use uh, M O O R to distinguish Muslims uh, or okay. all other Moors. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because I'm a Moor, you know. What I'm saying? Right, absolutely, literally. right, literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. And then as time went on, it switched. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
without the E became like Moroccan, okay. meaning the nation state. And then like with the E was, you know what I'm saying? But then over time, it was just the same word. Right. And as time kept going, it was just the same word. Like it might, and they put, matter of fact, in the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, they had this one clause in there that was like, uh, if any more should catch a U.S. citizen, then they should let him go and just stand a third and say any more outside of his majesty's dominions right. should catch a more, I mean, should catch a U.S. prisoner than whoop de whatever, whatever. Right. So they, they use the same word to distinguish two different sets of people. The reason it became known as black is because when we was fighting against them under the flag of Islam, and in Morocco and North Africa, people know about the Crusades and shit, and we ain't going to get into right. the details of that. But when those Crusades was going on, it was based, the way it looked visually mm-hmm. was white people versus black people. Right. That's how it looked. But it was really Christianity versus Islam, basically. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just that, and that, you know what I mean? Like the Arabs, the North Africans, the West Africans was all congregating in North Africa and Southern Europe. Right. And we was all... Black, you know what right. I'm saying? We did dark right. skin. Right. And so over time, more became synonymous with black, black skin, you know right. what I'm saying? So, but when you talk about what is black, you know what I mean? Black come from Negro, nigger. Negro literally means more. Nigger literally means uh, an Indian, actually. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <Got it> like, <laughs> like, like Native American. Native American Indian. 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 In the U.S. In the U.S. And that's why we got to get specific because in the Oxford English Dictionary, it tell you, it got all the definitions we typically think of. Sub-Saharan African, woo de woo woo dark skin, da 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 The last definition on the page, the last one, in early U.S. history, usually with reference to Indians. Wow. <laughs> well, 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 it kind of makes sense, though, because we know... Um, Many of us are indigenous to this land. Exactly. Right. And we exactly. know Native Americans were just as dark right. and had, you know, the, a, a variety of complexions of, of color. Yeah. Right. And when the when the Europeans, the Anglo-Saxons, mm-hmm. when they came over, mm-hmm. um, because of because of land rights, because of mm-hmm. ownership, it was easier for them to, you know, reclassify them. As exactly. black, exactly. Um, um, exactly. So therefore, you strip away the Same land thing. rights, um, and then you can, you know, you can be a five dollar, you know, for, five dollar Indian. Indian for them, five dollar Indian. Yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 crazy. It's wild. And so when so so, <laughs> so now when you when you thinking about like calling your homie. <laughs> or if you want to be a, you know, what I'm saying, if you want to be offensive too. When yeah. You think about niggas, you saying, oh yeah, you're a native of this land. Yeah, you're a native of this land. In the yeah, United that's, States. that's wow. literally what it means. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, and so, and that's why a lot of times I say Moorish Indian. You know what I'm right. saying? Or, or when I say Moorish American, from the American standpoint, I'm talking right. about indigenous to this land because uh, even in Mexico, like you talk about the Alamo. They got a, a document in the Congressional Globe that talks about how Mexico belonged to the Mauritanian races and their Indian associates. Mm. So Mexico was, the Moors had been going back, the traditional Moors from North Africa had been coming over here to America right. for a long time. So Moors are indigenous here too to white people. Oh. But... You know, there was Indians here right. when the Moors got here, you feel me? Right. So it's a lot of black Indians, quote unquote, 
who ha- take issue with Moors because Moors always be like, we indigenous and all the Indians are actually Moors and da 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 da. And they like, nah, like, y'all wasn't here. So black people had this, this whole fight within themselves right. when we should be trying to figure out how to bridge the gap. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. How have how how have you navigated um Hey nigga don't ever stop me. Don't man. ever stop me. Don't ever stop me. <laughs> how um how have you been able to navigate uh, like just the professional world, the corporate world and being a black man, mm-hmm. your identity as a more and just figuring all of that out and still remaining yourself. Knowing everything that you know about your identity. Man, it's tough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, bro. Like, uh, so uh, I used to work sell insurance, right, in Memphis. Right. And uh, this was like, I was really learning about the malls when I lived in Florida. Like, that's when I got real deep into it. Uh and that was like maybe 20, I don't know, 14, 15, something like that. And uh, when I came back to Memphis, like 2017, I was like, man, I'm finna write my feds on Friday. You know what I'm saying? I'm just excited. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it was it actually made me a target. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had uh, this thing we would do, uh, Toastmasters, I think it was called. Toastmasters. Oh, yeah, yeah. The speech. The speech thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would do that every Friday. So I'm in there with my feds on. I'm suited and booted, tied, you know what I'm saying? I, I was right. looking good every Friday, you know what I'm saying? My right. lineup and everything. Like, <laughs> right. I had my beard then, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I would go in every Friday and do the Toastmasters thing. And, uh, like, the people who was in there, uh, a lot of them were my coworkers and some people wasn't. But they really appreciated the information um, or knew they was learning something they didn't know. Or they like to just see me in the feds, you know what I'm saying? It was like, right. damn, it's something right. different. Like right. we know on Friday he coming with the feds, right, you know. Right, right. So it's like you get that kind of like admiration, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right. uh, but it also makes you a target, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I think uh that was part of the reason I was kind of uh I feel like anyway, pushed out from selling insurance at that particular establishment, you know. Right. Um there was other reasons too, you know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, part of it was my performance, but <laughs> if I'm being if I'm being completely transparent, part of it was the performance. But, but, <laughs> but the reason I say okay, look, 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 man, look, 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 look. No, 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 not the way you start. No. That's, I didn't start it that you way. You don't blame. <laughs> you don't blame an establishment deep. and then I'm say well. I really wasn't good at my job. No, I ain't saying that. What I'm saying, all right, check this. Check this out. You have an insurance office, right? You have a representative. They, this is how they had it set up. You got two reps. Hey, man, listen. I'm listening to you, man. I'm listening. You got two reps who have uh, associates who work for them, right? They're supposed to go out and generate leads for them. Okay. So on the other side, they got all women, right? All women. All right. So every day they all rotate calls. They wrote everybody who call in, they pick up the phone, they sell them the insurance, whatever. Woo, woo. On our team, it's the rep, right? His sister in law, her best friend from college, me, and then another dude who got hired after me. The way our phones went was he get all the calls, right? If he miss it, it go to his sister in law. If she miss it, it go to her best friend. If all of them miss it, then it come to me. Right. If all four of us miss it, then they go to him. Right. Now, me and him, 
was expected to go out and just get leads some kind of way. Right. We the only ones in the office. Right. Who expected to do this for some reason. Right. The other girls was the same position as us, but we supposed to go out and go find them. Just make them appear. Right. And we supposed to have these, the same amount of leads every single week. <laughs> right. So on the other team, they getting it consistent. They got 9, 10, 12 right. leads. We aren't supposed to get four. Right. Me and him struggling. <laughs> Bad. You know what I'm saying? And I made it worse for me because I was in Memphis at the time. And I'm on my business call with my feds on and shit. This is the South, man. This is the deep South. You know what I'm saying? Like, they not trying to see that. Like, I'm showing up with a hand on my business. Hey, man, give me a call. They're like, oh, yeah, no problem. I ain't have my feds on when they look at me in person. When they look, see they look at the car. Oh. <laughs> ah, he's a Muslim. So, I guess it, maybe it wasn't your performance. I don't know. Right? Yeah, you know, and that's why, like, when I say that, like, <laughs> I could have made better decisions. You know what I mean? Like, but. But <laughs> but that's but like that's just part like of that like conforming right. Of just it, like, is. You like, it is. Like you have to understand the realities and then yeah. pick a choice. And then pick a choice. Yeah, yeah. right. And yeah. then sometimes like you know you like I'm just gonna do me and I'm gonna yeah. accept everything the good and the bad that come with it. Right. Or I'm gonna just conform and it might might not might feel good. It might it, not feel good. Yeah. It's depending on 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 who you are and kind mm-hmm. of. What your spirit tells you once you make yeah. that decision. Yeah, and I and I think you can find. I think I wasn't creative enough. All right. Uh, and that's why I say I put part of it on my performance. Like I be in there studying too. Like you know what right. I'm saying. I made. I did everything I supposed. I made all my calls. You know what I'm saying. I did all my. I did everything. But I be in there studying too. I'm still studying. Like that's how deep I was into it. Like right. I be at work. Right. Like, yo. Right. Nigga means native. Like native right. means a person born in bondage. Right. Hold on, I gotta find. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so I be at work doing that too sometimes. You know what I mean? So, what is, what is the state of of black people, Moorish people, mm-hmm. today? What you from mean? your perspective, this is what is our state like? If things continue to go like this, go like they are. What is what is what is what is, what is our what is our future? Uh, I don't know, man. That's hard to say uh, because I think from what we see, I mean, I think what we know is nothing's really changed since slavery. You know what I'm saying? The wealth gap's the same. Right. Education gap's the same. Right. Uh, we still being incarcerated at the same rate. And incarceration is slavery. Right. You know what I'm saying? It says that slavery should be abolished except for punishment of a crime. Right. So that means slavery still exists right. in form of punishment of a crime. So we're right. still being enslaved at the same rate. Right. You know what I'm saying? They still making money off us at the same so nothing's really changed and I think the fact that we think shit is changing is a problem. And also the fact that we believe that we're helpless. Mm-hmm. And that's what they showing us on TV. Yo, you your people just got killed again. We right. just murked this nigga again. Right. Like basically, you know what I'm saying? It's like right. here's another slave movie just to right. remind you, y'all was y'all was our property. We just gonna we ain't gonna let you forget that. We right. gotta bring that up every two to three years just to let you know another right. twelve years of slave. Right. You know, uh and then that's the thing about it, like even in dealing with slavery, uh slavery was an equal opportunity employer. And right. people don't know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was white slaves. It was probably as many as it was black slaves. And they just now starting to find this out. But I've been doing a lot of research on that. Right. There's a lot of white slaves. And they used to call them spirits. Mm. When they go to uh, like Europe and England and stuff, right. they say the spirits will come and take the kids. 
and they would tell their parents, we're going to indenture them. Like, we're going to make them, you know, and then they right. can work it off, whatever, woo woo And they make them slaves. Wow. You know, and uh, so white people were slaves just like black people were slaves. And black people owned white people and Indians owned it. You know what I mean? Right, it was, right, it was right. an equal opportunity employer. Right, right. But, uh, you know, and that's why media is so powerful. You know, and I think that's the same thing we're seeing today. And we kind of got a challenge, like, the police killings and all that. Like, we really don't know because we're not there. Like, how many people really know personally somebody who's been killed by the police and this and that and the third? How... From my position, I can't understand how we supposed to be such a violent people and all these niggas getting killed, right. but there's no retaliation. Right. That almost seems staged to me. I'm not saying it is. Right. But I'm saying we got to start to look at every aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. when you take something like slavery and make it seem like only one group was enslaved, when everybody was actually enslaved, and that's a colonization tactic to make you feel uh, as less of a people. Right. Yeah, slavery didn't start with black folks. Just with, right. With, it didn't just start with when the when the Europeans came to the right. continent. Slavery it, had been existing way before then, since the beginning of time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and it wasn't different in America. You know, what I'm saying? we was right. enslaving them too. That's another reason I love being from Madison. Is because Neely's being William. It was named after this dude named William Neely, who was killed by one of the Indians, and his daughter was taken in slavery by the Indians. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I love being from Neely's Bend because it always <laughs> reminds me uh, of our history. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. so, um, but we got to look at like what's being fed to us and why. You know what I'm right. saying? Like when the election came around, that's all we saw was niggas getting offed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like George Floyd and I said, like, boom, everything big. Oh, we're on in reparations. Like all this stuff out of left field because right. it's election season. Right. When the last time we seen, you know what I mean? Like, right. at the same rate, we haven't been seeing people getting killed by police. We ain't right. been seeing, like, there ain't right. no talk of reparations. You know what I mean? All right. that's, all that, that was election season. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to become, if we don't become more critical in our thinking and the potential uh, possibilities of what's going on around us, then it's just de- it's just gonna be detrimental to us, you know what I'm saying? But we won't know it's detrimental because we'll right. just be existing, kind of like what's going on now, you know what I'm saying? It's just it'll just evolve as technology and other stuff evolve. It'll change forms because technology evolves, right. humans evolve, right. but we'll be in the same state, just being right. used by a people who don't right. really care about us, you know what I'm saying? Well, look, man, we're gonna bring you back. Because hey. we, we got a lot more to get into. Yeah. We're going to bring you back, and we're going to talk more about just black folks, talking about the Moors. Yes, sir. And, what, and I want to get into this debates, you know, the Moors we have and what the Israelites. Oh, and be, God. I, I, I want to get into oh, that, too. Man. Yeah, But next yeah, time. Sure. All um, right. All right. <laughs> because I think that's a trip, but at the same time, it like. Is. It is. Like, is that positive <laughs> for the community? You know what I'm saying? Is that how's that impacting community? Yeah. And like just going back and forth about information Fact. that 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 really don't correlate with our reality today. But that's neither here nor there. They, we're, they we're, mental masturbators. Yeah. <laughs> mental masturbation, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, but now nah, man, I appreciate you, man. T. Absolutely, um, bro. I appreciate you. Thank nah, you, bro. Nah, man. Hey, I've been needing to I'm, get this out, right? Man, I'm going to need to get a fizz, you know. I'm, yeah. That's what I'm going to need. Next time, bring me one. I bet. <laughs> I got bring, you. I know bring, where to get the, bring the uh, host a gift or something. Uh, you're right. You're right. Touche. You know Touche. Right. Nah, man. I appreciate you, man. Love you, appreciate man. You. I love you too, bro. It's All good right, to see man. you, man. Good to see you, man. Yeah. All right. Till next time. Next time. Yes, sir.